Welcome back to the bigger picture. You know, it's your girl Dakari. I'm your host. I have being original sitting here with me. What's good, people? The best co-host ever. Um, here you go. Here ever. you go. Here you go. Ever. All praises due to me. All praises. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, thank you. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I just had to put that out there right in the beginning. Seriously, we actually had the opportunity to. We did some bonding. We went down to the city. And we had the opportunity to go and see uh, the Black Girls Rap book signing with Beverly, Beverly Mon. That was so right. dope. I mean, after you know, you knew we just had the interview with her what a week ago. Yeah, but so. before before we get into all that, what what we need to tell the listeners about the ratchet shit that just took place. Oh my God, really? <laughs> <laughs> your pregame, your pregame. There was I mean, no- nothing of the sort has happened. Okay, it wasn't ratchet. It wasn't ratchet. Oh, I know. Ooh, I'm gonna tell B. Ooh. B, you know she's on the refines. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Tell anyway. the people what. Tell the people what you what. What you what really I just see. really okay. All right. I, you know, I was trying to get in the mood. You know, I was getting in the mood here. <laughs> they can't see me. <laughs> shaking, was, shaking your shimmy. That's right. I was getting in the mood here. I knew I had to. I just had to put my my stuff down here. You guys heard that. I just had to get in the mood here so that uh, you know we can give you a very entertaining and fun podcast. You know, yes. I'm feeling a little droopy today, so I wanted to get in the better place and up. Okay. You know. So anyway, I had to I had to play this song. Um, and Ben was like, "Who was song you about to play?" I said, "Hold up, hold up, hold up." Dang it, dang it. And that. <laughs> right. I was not. Okay. I was not expecting that. <laughs> and, and it came with a little dance in the chair. It came with a little. A little, a little, a little. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I had to rest. I had to get into my zone, we, you know what I'm saying? We, we need Revolt or Complex to cut the check so that they can bring these cameras. We need cameras. Oh I my had God. to get in the zone, and in that moment, I knew B was going to do that for me. You know, I'm not, I can't say that I am an actual member all the time of the Beehive, but I do... I feel like we grew up together. You do buzz a little bit. I do, but you know, I, we grew up together. You know, we're about the, we're like the same age. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I, when I'm going out with my girls, or when I'm at the gym, that's something that helps. And what gym is that? Revive me. What gym is that? Because they're about to get a boost in membership. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what, what gym is that? Uh... You got jokes? No. You got jokes about my gym? No, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Anyway, so yeah. But anyway, let's rewind back and get back to what we were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) No, I am. We had the opportunity to go down to the Brooklyn Museum for First Saturdays, which is what the Brooklyn Museum has every month. This month, in uh, observance of the Women's History Month, right. Black Girls Rock was there with Beverly Book signing yeah, was- book, and there was a discussion, an hour and a half long discussion that was amazing. Wow, it was amazing. She had other speakers with her. I know that I posted on Instagram. You know the four that were actually there, and if you did not see the picture on Instagram, I will tell you that other than Beverly Bond, it was a woman by the name of Michaela Angela Davis who. Oh my God. Spitfire. I mean, that's what I aspire to be in 15 years from now. Seriously, like she was, she was everything. You know, so articulate, so powerful, major activist. And then in addition, you had speaking of activists, you had Tamika D. Mallory there, right, right. who was actually the one that. 
created the created the uh, Women's March. Right. You know, and uh, so she was able to speak and tell her story, and then you know we were able to get a little glimpse into exactly what it took for her to begin or start this and spur this Women's March that was right. so necessary. And it was beautiful because it was. it's when she shared that how Beverly and Michaela had helped her, mm -hmm. had supported her, uh -huh. which is something that you can never have too much of. Absolutely not. You need as much support as you can. I mean, and you, there was a lot of love in the room. There was a lot of, you know, validation that took place. Uh, you could hear from the mmms and the ahs and the clapping and the snapping and the, you know what I mean? You could, you could feel that there was almost like a sigh of relief for a lot of the women that were in the room. And it was amazing because... You know, I, I think that I might have been among maybe five to ten guys yep. out of three hundred, out of three hundred plus people. Tops. Right, but it it was definitely not what um, maybe a lot of guys would have expected because there wasn't any male bashing. No. And, you know, well, and that's, that's the misconception that just because you're a feminist doesn't mean that you hate men and that you want to bash men. It wasn't a, a what would you call it? Like uh, like from the Little Rascals? It wasn't. It was a, it was he, a, woman, he woman man haters. Me. No, it wasn't. It wasn't anything <laughs> like that. It was, you know, it was what I would expect from a group of women, educated women with purpose. That I would expect that kind of energy and vibe when I go into a room with people like that. You know, and it was just like, again, a lot of validation, a lot of size of relief, a lot of, of motivation, you know, they were very motivational. Definitely. Um, and uh, I know that it, you know, helped basically fill in the blanks for me in a lot of aspects, you know, especially to hear Michaela, you know, I mean, she was on fire and I could, she's just like that all the time. It wasn't like it was a good day. You know what I mean? I think she just wakes up that way. Yeah, and I believe that. And I love that because she stands strong in her truth when she speaks and you can see it and you can hear it right and it was like oh i want to be that i'm gonna do that <laughs> she, was, she was powerful articulate yes without reservation yes yet she was still sophisticated yes and respectable respectful. that's right she was she never was disrespectful to anybody but she was very direct very concise with her her word choice and her points were well put and uh it was just a great experience and you know the Brooklyn Museum is just a, an amazing place to begin with, you know what I mean? So you get a chance to take in all the artwork when you go, but then to be able to go down for something like this, you know, and then to have just had the interview with her. Right. And then we went to the book signing part and right. I had a chance to tell her, I'm Dakari. I'm Dakari. And she remembered. She remembered and she was very excited. Right. She was very excited. And it was a genuine, you know, I didn't think it at all. Like it was like she wasn't putting it on. You right. You know what I mean? It was it was awesome. And you know, and I felt all special. She wanted my phone. She wanted my digits. She wanted my information. You know? I felt like the work that I'm trying to do with the podcast, I felt some validation. And that is going to spur off more inspiration. And I'm, I aspire to inspire. You know, I know it's kind of cliche to say, but it's the truth. You know, and that's what she's doing. And that's what I hope to do, so. I, I wouldn't be surprised that within within the next year, mm -hmm. that there'll be a fifth chair on that stage. Oh, stop. I, no, seriously, I think that, I, you know. Um, I mean, anything's possible. Well, I'm not like, trying to, you know, I'm just saying like, I guess maybe I'm still a little awestruck, you know what I mean? Maybe, I mean, I'm still a little searching for my voice and I feel like, I mean, I guess we do it every day. We evolve and our voice evolves too. Right. You know, so I don't know. I guess what it is is I'm just still trying to, you know, I'm still trying to get there. But it definitely, it, it <laughs> definitely made a very big impression on me. I thought that, um, wow, from 
being like one of the maybe handful of guys there, um, the women, mm-hmm. even the women in the line, Right. Were very welcoming. Yeah. They were very appreciative that the fact that I a man that you would, were there. Right. Yeah, that a man was there because there were so many women. That's so funny because what she said was, you know, this is what we women do. We show up for right. each other. Right. You know, and there was a lot of that Saturday. And, yeah, and that's one of the beautiful things about it because, of course, you know, I always got jokes about fish sticks and lobster. Oh, boy. But it was good because that's what lobster looks like. There was a lot of lobster that's, in the room. That's what... Real. Um, some were a little. Women. Some were a little lost. But some were a little lost. Like the last question. Yeah, I, that I, I still, I, I still think that somebody sent that her was a there. Hot take there. Yeah, so somebody put of, her there. Uh, let the let the readers know what we're talking about. What exactly? Well, you're nicer. Than <laughs> well, it. I mean, you have a, a woman, a, you know, relatively young woman. I mean, she's 33. And she uh, walked up there very confidently. You know, she was the last question of the evening. She says, I, my name, I can't remember her name. Her, her name was such and such. I am from Nigeria. I'm 33. And, you know, she went to whatever university and she's a, an engineer. And, you know, a lot of clapping. Oh, Nigeria. You know, she's from Nigeria. She's Wakanda oh, forever. Oh, Wakanda forever. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it was like that, you know, that camaraderie, that that, that pride. Right. You feel it. It's, we, it's, it's the swelling of it. And we embraced her. Exactly. The, the crowd embraced and, her. And the crowd embraced her. And then there was, oh, that she's an engineer, female engineer. Right, right. Yes, you know what I mean? Right. And then the question came. The question was, well, after everything that she heard being said on stage, I guess there was one point in particular, that there was somebody in, on stage in particular, Tamika Mallory, right. had made mention of, you know, working with white feminists, and that it is a, it's a challenge. To convey our perspective. To convey our perspective. Right. You know, the goals are, are a little different, and right. I'm being nice right now, okay? But the issue was, was that the, the Nigerian woman asked, well, don't all women matter? And the whole room, yeah. like, stopped. Right, because she was like, what would you say... What would you say... To the members of the audience... Right, that, that are, are here, na- that are white. Yeah. But don't they matter as well? And, you know... Mind you... Mind you... Oh, it, the name of the event... Is Black Girls, Girls Rock. Rock. I mean, it doesn't get any more direct and, you know, I don't understand what... Misconception? She, she, yeah, she, she was in the wrong room, as we know. She was just... Then that's exactly what was told to her. Michaela was told her, like, basically, you're in the... Let this book stand up here in all its glory. Right. You know what I mean? You're in the wrong room. Right, right. She said it so much more eloquently than I just did. <laughs> that, yeah, she basically put it back on her. Yeah. Like, why would you, from Nigeria... From Nigeria. To make sure she was very clear that she was talking about her, in particular, come to this venue. Right. Black come into rock. this room, right. to this event, and ask... Take away from this the beauty, the, the power beauty. of this book. That's right. To this, the power of this book to make it about what people who are not black. That's right. Feel. That's right. In this moment. That's right. Like, can we have a moment to ourselves? That's right. Well, now, like I said, there were two points that I made. Number one was it wouldn't even be necessary. I mean, it's a beautiful book. I'm, I'm all for the movement. Of course, I am. I have no like. I'm here. You know what I mean? What are we doing? You know. There wouldn't be a need for this type of discussion, for this type of book, for what all, all the things that we're doing if black women or black girls were receiving the recognition they deserved. 
So why would you come to an event, like you said, you know, it's kind of like a, like a, well, don't all lives matter? If somebody comes to a, a Black Lives Matter movement and say, well, don't all lives matter? You're missing the point. That's like going. That's like us going to the Christopher Columbus parade, right? And saying, "Well, don't Native Americans? What about the Native Americans that he killed? Right. What about the people that he massacred? Right. Or St. Patrick Day, and say, well, you know what? Blue matters too. <laughs> What's up with all this green? What you got against blue? Well, right. We let every other, every other. We even celebrate. Um, Chinese New Year. Every yep. other culture in America is allowed to be proud. Right. Except for us. We clap for St. Patrick's Day. Absolutely. We get our drink on. We get our drink on. <laughs> we, we, coming drink, up too. We, we celebrate next right week. with them. Pour, pour, coming up next shamrock week. and all. Shamrock. I like I, green beer. Right. <laughs> Go to McDonald's to get the shamrock shake. I don't, I don't eat corned beef and hash though. Right. I don't, nah, I'm I don't. a vegetarian. Yeah. No. But, but you know, green, but, but, green beer. But we do that. You know, you know we uh, do that. I, we, I am. I do have. I, I do have Irish in my heritage. Okay. Actually, you know, so I, you know, you, you know, kiss me. I'm Irish. Don't kiss me though. Don't. Don't do no, it. Don't don't do that. I'm sorry. I said as soon as I said it out of my mouth. Because you know, because you can't slap. You can't slap people if you tell them they can do it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But the point, you know, the point is, yeah, is that seriously. you don't walk into a, a holocaust. Oh, yeah, that was a point. That you don't walk, right? Too, you yeah. don't walk into a holocaust remembrance event, right? And, and say, say, well, what about what about the Polish people who weren't the Polish people who weren't Jews? That's right. You don't do that because you know that that's in bad form. That's right. And if you do do it, that's anti-Semitic. Well, and that's the thing, and that's even what Michaela said that day. She said how basically it was pretty sad that as a Nigerian woman, you're here, you're educated, and you still need to try to find room. You're not even used to acknowledging your own power and your own magic. Right. You still feel the need to think about the other people that might be in the room because of what it does to them. Well, what? We're not here for that. Right, you're in the wrong room. You know what I mean? And there was nothing, nothing was said that was insulting no, or, or disrespectful mm-hmm. or defaming to or you know no every, or, or, or anybody right. it was it was, it, it was you know it was, was about what we can do you know it's funny because in many ways we always hear about we're not doing enough to solve our problems we need to focus on ourselves that's right we need to better ourselves like every other community does that's right. we need to lift ourselves up right we but need then to, when we do it's and what about everybody else? Right. And then that, that Why was... Why is there an NAACP? Why is there, you know, it, Black Girls it, Rock? Why it, is... It? It's like, really? Are you kidding me? You know what? And, and you know how I feel about this? And this... And I'm just being honest. I don't mean no disrespect or offense to anyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you want us to start from the same starting place, mm-hmm. what I'm going to need you to do... I'm gonna need you to take back your oppression. Right. I'm gonna need you to take back your slavery. Right. I'm gonna need you to allow the African descendants to go to college mm-hmm. so that they can build foundation, so they can have some form of generational wealth. Mm-hmm. And, they, and I need you to take back the slave trade. Well, well, I need you to take all that back. Right. And then we can say that we started all on the same, same on, on the same like plane on now. the same level on the same level yeah. right without all that unless you're going to take back all the pain and all the suffering mm-hmm. that we have endured 
and some of us continue to endure to this day. Because mm-hmm. to me, until you know what it's like to tell your child that, hey, you need to be extra. Right respectful right I mean, it, it, it was just, just to make it home it's just like you know on one hand like as she was asking the question i remember leaning over and i said to you and i said to the woman next to me yes because she's originally from nigeria sometimes they i mean not that there's you know they obviously africa and in nigeria and in other countries there there's injustices and there's racism it's everywhere but it's a different struggle here right you know what I mean? They have their history in Nigeria. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ours is like, it's been infiltrated. Right. You know what I mean? And chopped up and diced up and given to us hand fed in pieces. Right. So that we wouldn't know who we are. So sometimes there's a bit of a, a misunderstanding. They don't, they don't get it. Right, because they haven't they haven't lived it. They haven't lived it. They right. you know their culture, their heritage, and their history is rich with everything that you know from their ancestors. Right. Ours is like we were slaves. <laughs> like, right. You know? Right. You know what I mean? It's not that there wasn't any slaves over there, but you understand what it's I'm saying. It's a different. It's, it's a this, different perspective. It's a different perspective. Right. And so you know, and the girl next to me even said, "Yeah, that's that's that might be true. That, that's a good point." I'm, I'm just a firm advocate of if you don't know what the hell you're talking about, just sit, your, sit your ass down and, <laughs> and shut up. Like, you know. No, I mean, agreed. I, I, they, they were mild with her. They were very. They, I think they were. I thought they were. I, even though I saw the eyebrows and the facial expressions on a couple of them, they were just like, when the question first came out, right before Michaela even started answering, I mean, Michaela had to take a breath. She had to, like, all right. <laughs> you know, yeah. like to prepare herself like all right obviously we know what needed to be everybody else in the room know that it needed to be nipped in the bud because right. you know but i mean I'm, I'm glad that she asked the question though because there may have been other people in the room that may not have you know had the courage to ask something like that because right. maybe they were too embarrassed to ask so by her asking that question it opened up an explanation that was actually really appropriate for everyone and I'm glad to hear it anyway because it was also again more validation more right, right. you know what I mean like right. we're doing the right thing we're in this room doing the right thing no just because we're not you know if we're quote unquote excluding anybody it's because we were already excluded to begin with you know what I mean right. we're trying we, to we were already segregated yeah, and like, compartmentalized you know, I, I think that despite the lack of respect mm-hmm. the, her wording of her question <laughs> yes you the, <laughs> like come on I, I admire, she just didn't get it right well I admire the fact I think she got it now oh she goes just clear as day now I, I, I like the fact that um, Beverly Bond and Michaela and Tamika they took the time to not, you know, they, they, they weren't reactive. They kept it professional. They educated her. They educated her, and that's what their that's what their job is, though. Right now, it's a, it's not an easy job what they're doing, sitting up on stage or going to these different events and trying to enlighten or help it or help us evolve, you know, as black people or as black women. I'm glad that we went. I'm really, you know, it was it was inspiring. It right? was. It's very. It's, very, it's definitely going to go down in one of those memories. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then we just had a ball anyway because we're both clowns. So. Yeah, yeah, we just have fun. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I think it was very inspiring. I thought that it was beautiful to see and hear mm-hmm. stories of how these beautiful black women had elevated each other that's right how the you know the fact that um that's that was the magic how the movement and, 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 and that's, that's the magic that she was talking about it's not like there's you can't just there's no one definition for what black girl magic is or you know what i mean there's just comes in many forms it just comes in many forms and, and, it, and it and it comes up 
when it needs to, you know, when we needed to be like she said, because we were repressed for so long, and after, you know, the foot is on your back for so long, and you know, all that pressure, you know, we became diamonds, you know, I, I love that metaphor, because, you know, through having to navigate waters where you're dealing with oppression as a woman, and being black, you, you're, you're in a corner, you know what I mean? So you have to, you, you, you know, you have to create ways to still inspire, right. still keep yourself motivated, and, you know, and, and to be beautiful. Because and, and not anybody beat that shit out of you. Their stories reflected the stories of women from the beginning. Yes. And how important it is, how the hope. The, the back, the back, on the right. backs of black women that this country was also built. And, and it's always like just swept under the carpet. It's always just kind of tossed out. You know, I remember, I remember, you know, just the stuff that I was reading in Angela Davis's book on race and class and everything, that book and intersectionality, it, it's just, you hear things, but then the way she breaks it down in this book, it made me very emotional. You, you hear stories of how slaves were, you know, used to be bred and, you know what I mean, so that they can continue to have slaves and basically, you know, slaves are like livestock, you know, as disgusting that, as that is, you know, it was a business. You know, but to to hear what they were saying on stage Saturday, you know, it was like just a touch to that. Right. It was just a touch to what Angela Davis has already broken down, and other you know black feminists have already talked about and everything else. So it was it was nice that she brought that and kind of fast forward to today, because our history matters. I, black I, women's history really matters. I like that. I like that it wasn't about. Um, I like that it was inspiring. Mm -hmm. You know, the speakers, the orators, they shared their pain mm -hmm. in the sense of taking pride of persevering it. Right. It wasn't a pity part. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it was a. No, it was a way that that, that magic was made that we we still look at. Right. Look. Right. We're still here. Right. You know what I mean? And like, it, a, it was such a beautiful moment, and it has inspired me. It has. Um, you know, I texted. I think I texted you the next morning, like, "Yo, I'm ready to win. Let's go, let's go." Let's go. Yeah, no, really, it's definitely lit a little bit of an extra fire. I mean, we were already both super motivated, but right. To, you know, and that's why people, it's so important to go out and go to events like this. I know sometimes it's nice, you know, like you heard me. I had to get, I had to wake up for the podcast to put a little B on. You know what I mean? But you know, at, you know, but <clears throat> sometimes to relieve. The pressures and the stress in life, we think that we need to go out and drink or party and go get into our lower chakras, you know what I'm saying, in order to release whatever tension that we had. And that's far from the truth, you know. You go to something like this, which is going to feed your soul and, and, and enlighten you and your crown, help open up your crown, throat, and third eye chakra, you open up your heart, you know what I mean? Because it, it resonated on right. so many levels, right. you know what I mean? that you know that is actually where you're going to relieve your tension because that's the source of the tension you know share with them how Michaela in particular connected with you that was really um that yeah. was a really amazing moment yeah absolutely I mean is there a way that we would even be able to put that on here yeah we can we can do that can we do that yeah we can do that I recorded I you know I knew she was going to say some fire because I knew her answers were all fire but then the, the way the question was, I, I believe it was about colorism. Right. Like she answered that, I immediately went for my phone and I turned my phone on to press record. So I'm gonna go ahead and we're gonna share that with you. So let's go ahead and share that now. I think that's what I was saying before, that 
the fact that we now can put more images out into the world uh, without gatekeepers, um, that has really changed things. Working in magazines, in my past, that there were so few magazines that had women or editors like us that let certain images out. But now, since we have, you know, Instagram, we can see, we can curate our lives. But you know, just personally. You know, I'm a black blonde girl, and I'm so light-skinned that <laughs> my, my brother used to say that I was opalescent. <laughs> and what I realized is that people, there's such a, 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 a narrow, mo, most people that aren't black have such a narrow vocabulary for blackness. Like, they can't. They just see the colors. Like, I have the color of hair that mostly white people have, right? And blonde, but it's nappy. Like, I don't see these, you know, or that, you know, I, I remember the first time I got my nose pierced, this woman goes, oh, you have such an Ebo nose. And I started to cry because nobody located my features before. This is before Ancestry.com. Like, I was, you know, I was, I was looking up, what is Ebo? You know, um, and so this idea of being so light and, and feeling so black made me really expand um, or want to expand the narratives and also really understanding that I, like, I know that my proximity to whiteness has gotten me into spaces, right? I know mm-hmm. that because I look like this, I walk into the continent with a certain kind of, you know, ease or that I can show up and see it with a certain kind of ease because I was scared Right, because you see a color that that you recognize, you can see a hair song that you recognize. And when it's cold, it's like, ooh, this is something. But I'm bringing all these black girls with me. Like it's like that Verizon commercial, you know. I mean, I didn't choose. I didn't choose how I was going to express. Blackness. God chose how I was going to be a black woman. The way, and you know, and I'm standing up. You know, there's Kathleen Cleaver, there's there's Malcolm, there's Angela, there's other light-skinned, you know, revolutionaries that that also knew that they didn't scare people. So when they got in, they got in. We all played our positions in this black space. So. I do, I do think that it's expanded, particularly back to uh, Wakanda. Mm. <laughs> 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 what was amazing about that was that all the women were black from a distance. Mm. Like there was no need for something <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I think that they don't, that this, this uh, comfort 
with a sort of a kind of black girl that you can kind of maybe say she's kind of from somewhere else, right? That, but what Wakanda did was just like black, 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 black. <laughs> and they were fierce, and you wanted to be them, and no one, no one took their clothes off. Like mm. the only Wow, that was very amazing. Yeah. She, if anybody knows me, or if you've seen me, and you hear what I talk about colorism, and, and you know, I'm fair, you know what I mean? Obviously, everything that she said to me, it just, it made me proud to be a light-skinned sister. Because I was always feeling like I wasn't dark enough, you know what I mean? But when she said what she said, right. it just made me like, I'm gonna be proud in all my yellow glory. <laughs> That's right, you know, because, no, seriously, it's a totally, it's, it's similar and different all at the same time as far as the struggles as, you know, being light, you know what I mean? It's like, my like culturally, I'm black, you know? I grew up in a black neighborhood, I have mostly black friends, you know, it, it's who I am, it's what resonates in my spirit and my soul, my dad's black, like that's, you know what I'm saying? But I'm so fair that when people see me, they don't see a black woman. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So it's hard for them to understand. It's hard for a lot of people to understand. Right. You so I felt understood. You even said like even the the sister that sat next to you. Right. You right. Know, after Michaela said what she said, you could feel. I could feel like her, she, she just she just there was a little there was something there that kind of just went away dissipated like there was a there was like a I don't know like a attention or something like right, a right. you know what I mean I could feel because I'm you know I'm I'm an empath I'm, I can feel people's energy and. I mean, because that was towards the end of the discussion too. Like, right. I could feel even when she was standing in front of us online, right. I could sense that contention. That, yeah, like, you know, why is he? Why is he here? And I'm like, and it's like, you know, what do I know? I could just feel it. I'm used to it. And then when we went in and we sat down, like all the ums and the ha ha's and the, you know what I'm saying? I could just feel like, I don't know, like I, I understood it. But then on the other hand, it just, it doesn't, it's not a welcoming feeling for me. No, <laughs> I don't feel welcome. Well, you know, <laughs> but you know, but then when Michaela said what she said and I was able to get my little uns, right. uh-huh, that's right. You know what I mean? Like right. it made, it, she, it, it dissipated right. because I felt like once Michaela kind of really like clarified that, it really kind of like made her like, okay. But, and that's what I you thought know, was so this beautiful. This is sit next to me. She's right. here for the right reasons. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, that she belongs. Right. And that's what I, I think that was so amazing and inspiring. Even as a guy sitting in there, is that seeing that these powerful women mm. using their platform mm -hmm. to uplift other women. That's right. And to uplift the culture. Yes. It was definitely something that I'm going to remember and I'm going to cherish. I'm just so thankful. And if I could ever, not, not a mentor, they didn't call them mentors, they called them femtors. If I could ever, if I could have a femtor, 
of course, I I slept Beverly Bond too because I connected with her in the interview, and right. and then you know to see the joy in her face when she knew it was me, that was awesome. But I'd like a second one too, and I'd like for it to be Michaela. <laughs> so Michaela, if you're listening, I want Michaela Angela Davis to be. We're, we're gonna try to get you in this April mentor. issue. We're gonna try to get you in this April issue and on a, a oh, forthcoming well, podcast. Side seriously, just because it just it made me a little emotional. I felt emotional when I hung up the phone with Beverly. I was emotional. Yeah, I remember. So, yeah, I was. I was very emotional. You know what I mean? Because like, like I said, like I said to you in that conversation, we are. I don't want to get too far off topic because we do have another. Um, we have a guest that we're going to have on here, and um, we're going to have a Marla Negra. We're way deep into this third. Right. <laughs> um, and you know, and that she is a spitfire all on her own, and you know, and she's standing up, and she's you know wanting to fight against colorism and racism and she's been speaking out at different universities and I commend her because she has taken her platform from going wanting to be an artist right. and being on Love and Hip Hop right. to now she's speaking about right. colorism and racism. I mean, so I have to applaud her for that. Definitely. You know, and um, for everybody that hasn't heard, she is going to be on the cover of this month's issue, March's issue, which will drop in a few days. Right. Um, so I, we definitely need to kind of like set you up for that too. So don't worry, she's coming. And we're gonna, but I do, I want to say this before we get into that. When Michaela spoke to me, I'm about to get personal on you for a whole minute. When Michaela spoke to me. Take your time, take your all time. All right, all right. I, I, no, I don't want to take too much time now. <laughs> it was deep for me because I love my mother. Love my mother. But there are things that she would just never understand. Ever. First hand. First hand. Right. Ever. And she knows that. She doesn't try to pretend to be anything else, you know? But growing up in a household like my father's black, so he could try to talk to me about being black, even though it was never, race was never a big conversation in my household. That, that, that was actually a beautiful thing too. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, you know, but then he's a man, so he doesn't understand what it is to be a woman, you know? And then my mom's white, so she knows what it is to be a woman, but she doesn't understand what it is to be black. So it's kind of like, and I didn't have any, like I have family members, obviously like aunties and stuff and cousins that were older than me that were black, but it's still, it was still a different thing for me. You know what I mean? I didn't have blackness coming down through my mother, like in that loving generation thing uh, that, you know, the uh, different- um, The video clips. The video clips and everything else that they talk, or they have on uh, Facebook. You know, I didn't have it coming down that way. So for me to go to this thing, the black girls rock, and to hear someone like Michaela, who is, you know, Fair complexion. Fair complexion, and she's also older than me. Right. You know, like an auntie. Right. You know what I'm saying? It it resonated with me. Okay. And I didn't get a chance to really tell her that because it wasn't time. You know, there were so many people there. We had to hurry to get our books signed. I was glad I was able to shake her hand and tell her thank you because I, I was able to thank her, you know, right. and then she touched me on many levels. But I didn't have a chance to tell her, like, yo, I want you to be my auntie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it just, it did, it affected me. Yeah, I don't want to get emotional. Okay, let's move on because I can feel it coming. All right, so we're, <laughs> it's not a tip. No. It is working. It's working. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm about to drink this mimosa. We're going to need you to get it together. Get it together over, over right. here. It's Monday. So it's Monday. It's Monday. Oh, well, no, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. <laughs> it's the mimosa. It's the mimosa. Go ahead. Go ahead and have another one. Um, but anyway, um, so we're gonna have. We're gonna play this. A clip. A clip from the from the interview, right. from Marla Negra's interview, and I can tell you what this woman, if you guys don't know who she is already, I'm sure a lot of you do, fire, okay? She's gorgeous. 
She is stunning. She is stunning. She is stunning. She is stunning. And, you know, and she's out there and she's repping and she's really, it looks like she's, you know, doing the right thing when it comes to speaking out against colorism and racism. And we had the opportunity to interview her and so thankful for that. Shout out to Alicia for that. Shout out to Alicia Carter. That's right. KAC Images. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. You, if you got a budget and you need a publicist, you better holler at Alicia because Alicia makes things happen. happen. Yeah. You know, from Trina to Amara. Yeah. I mean, her lineup, her client list is just really dope and they're really dope people. Yeah. No, absolutely. Agreed. Really dope people. Agreed. So, you know, let's go ahead and play this clip All from right. the interview. I hope you guys enjoy this. I think I knew, I knew from a very early age that um, I was different, I guess you can say that, because in my circle, uh, whether it was my dance school, wherever I was, I was like always usually the only dark-skinned girl. Um, so it wasn't, I think around the age of four, four or five, when I started working in a major network, I realized that I was different because I was always placed either in the middle or all the way to the back. And, um, and I always had to work twice as hard to be noticed for my work. So... I, I always knew. I always, I always faced a colorism issue, and I remember around the age of four or five, also um, working in this network. I was told that I needed to straighten my hair, perm my hair, because my hair was unmanageable in comparison to the other girls. And I think that off the bat, it sucks that it had to be at such an early age. I'm grateful as well that I was able to understand and realize that. But I, I felt that I felt that I was different from a, from just like about four or five. I love the fact that it's great for Afro Latinos yes. to finally get recognized. Yes. However way it comes about, however way it came about, even if it came out of something that was originally a negative situation. That's right. But I love the fact that they're getting acknowledged. There are people who look like us. Yes. That speak Spanish. Yes. You rarely... You're not you people that look like everybody thinks I'm Spanish. Right. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. <laughs> you know? That no, but that there are Spanish people that are, are dark. Are darker. Yes. You know, and I think that's something important. Even when we... Um, and they go through it. They go through it, too. You know, you just had that interview with Tanja. Right. Tanja Marshall, shout out to Tanja. Right, and she explains the difficulties that she faced. Yeah, absolutely. Even from the, you know, the Spanish community. Yeah. You know, how quickly they were to write her off as just being black. Yeah. But she's like, yes, I am black. That's right. But I'm also so Spanish. Spanish. I'm not Panamanian. Right. She's, she's an Afro-Latina. And, you know, so she had the opportunity to um, go into that. And that'll be in the magazine. That's right. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Uh, she is a caterer down in Atlanta. She's Atlanta-based, uh, and it's called The Healthy Concept. That's right. So, um, you know, you want to read up on her and, and follow her on Instagram because, you know, we need to we need to change our eating, you know. She gave me some instructions to get my glow up, the kale and water. Yeah, you got a birthday coming up. Yeah. You better, get your, you better do some cleansing yeah, and get your glow get up. Right. Try to get it right. It's good. To, you know what? I posted this on Facebook. It's very important for us to find friends that want us to be better that's right and do better mm -hmm. like if you have friends that are not uplifting you mm -hmm. or you know wanting you pushing you forward mm -hmm. then they're holding you back that's right you know so um and that's they're something toxic and they don't even know they don't they might not even mean it and, and that's something that i saw that the women on the stage at the black girl of rock book signing book event i saw that they conveyed that well you know i've noticed i think it's 
I hate to sound like this, I hate to mention this, you know, but I think some of it has to do with maturity, okay? Meaning age, you know, because I feel like, you know, when we're younger as women, you know, we're so competitive with each other and we're so in feeling insecure and feeling like we need to compete and, you know, and everything else just so that we have our own validation. And I feel like we as women, we, we are like wine. We get better with age and, you know, and, and once you get to a certain age as a woman, you don't hate on each other anymore. And I posted something about that on Instagram, too. Immediately after the Black Girls Rock is like the very next day or that right. day night or something. Just, you know, I'm sure if you follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at Dakari Eli. It's D-A-K-A-R-I-E-L-I. Right. I almost forgot how to spell my name. <laughs> I, I was following you. Right? Yeah, I was following. <laughs> <laughs> or you can you can follow me on Twitter. That's where it originally, you know, where I originally tweeted it out or you know posted it. Um, or you can follow me on Facebook too. Let's not forget that. But the point of the matter is, is I put like you know, women hating on each other at this point is a foreign concept to me. It really is because in my life, and this is it didn't happen overnight, but. I don't get it. Well, that, you know, it's funny because the women that my favorite women, the women that I favor, they don't okay. do that. Right. Well, they don't. Have, they don't have that kind of time. That's what makes them attractive. Right. They don't. They don't have that kind of time. They're busy, whether they're on the editorial side or they're on the public relations side mm -hmm. or whatever hustle they have. Mm -hmm. You don't have time. You know, you shouldn't shouldn't be competing anyway. Like, I, my goal is not to compete. Stay in your own lane. You no, know, make it's your own lane. Be great and be great with who focus, you are. Focus. If you're not where you want to be, mm -hmm. you don't have time to be hating on anybody else. That's right. If you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, um, being original at being original, mm -hmm. whatever. It, the thing of it is, is that my biggest thing is keep your eyes on your own plate. That's right. If you're not keeping your eyes on your own play, if you're worrying about how many likes somebody gets or how many followers they have, mm -hmm. you you're, you might as well just accept that you're going to always struggle. Yep. Because that shouldn't matter. Nope. That's why I like about the podcast and the things we do with the magazine, because we just play. We just show up to play for ourselves. We don't care. We just show up to play no, for ourselves and play to win. That's the best way to do it. I mean, you know, it's organic that way. Right. You know? So, and I'm all about organic. You know, and being organic and having, you know, often our um, real people around me, you know, so. But anyway, you know, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. All right. Uh, let's see. Who do we have on the roster for next week? Um, I know the magazine obviously is dropping. Right. In right. a few days. Right. March 10th. And you, you, you created the hell out of this issue. You did. It was teamwork. You created the issue. There's nobody in this issue. Mm-mm that um, wasn't chosen or selected for a valid reason. Right. This is probably the first issue that doesn't have a model section because we just got so many beautiful women in, in it. The mat, it's not necessary. It's not, it's not even necessary. We can't talk about who's in it, right? Mm. We just said We can. We can talk about who's just, in it a little bit. I mean, we know Marta La Negra is on the cover. We said Beverly Bond's going to be in it. Tanja's uh, a healthy concept will be in it. Right. But yeah, what do you want to say? You want to say about the other one? Okay, let's just talk about who's going to be in it real quick and then we'll sign off. Right. Um, Anolia. Anolia Foti. Right. She is a shaman. A beautiful woman. Beautiful. She was amazing to talk to. I felt lighter. I felt lighter when I hung up. 
she lives in California, you know, uh, we're going to go ahead and have all her information in Urban Magazine. Um, so, and then who else did we have? We had... We had um, Stephanie, Stephanie Charles. Okay, have, yes, yes, yes. We'll have Stephanie Charles from The Pains. That's right. Yes, yes. Down to earth, gorgeous girl. Well, you know, it's, it's between now and, you know, we got a couple more days. Yeah, that's never know. There's room. Somebody might room. pop up in there. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an excellent um, issue. I mean, every issue is amazing. Though you do a good job. Man, we, so. we, we, I, well, you we. Well, it's a team. I know. It's a team. I, know, I, know. I gotta start really embracing that's us. that. Um, <laughs> there's no you or I. It's us. us. But uh, but anyway, we're gonna sign off. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening again. You know, uh, we're gonna be back next Wednesday, and uh, we're gonna be talking about spirituality, and we're going to be talking about the season that is up and coming, which is spring, and how you should be planting certain seeds metaphorically, of course. Right. And um, you know, we're also gonna be talking about where we may be vacationing, and we're also gonna talk about somebody's birthday that's about to come up. Yes, so, yes. We have a lot of things that we're going to talk about. And uh, yeah, until then, we love you. Thank you for listening. Again, March 10th, don't forget. That's look right. For the issue. Right. And uh, yeah. Make sure you get that Black Girls Rock book. Yes. It's a lot it's of a knowledge. Must. It's a lot of experience in that book. A lot of experience in that book. A lot of motivation in that book, too, boy. So, yeah. So, we love you. We can't wait to talk to you next week. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Be safe. Be blessed. Stay focused. Good night. <laughs> she loves you guys. <laughs>